0: Hello and welcome to The Learning Project. This is Stephanie Courtney, your host today. I wanna thank you so much for joining us as we go into our new segment called My Family's Journey. Today we will be interviewing Amaya Kissinger-Beans who has created a Facebook page for teen parents. Listen in and learn so that we can grow together. Hey everybody, it's Stephanie from The Learning Project. I'm so excited for today. You guys, we have a very special guest. Her name is Amaya, and she has a very interesting Facebook page. I wanted us to talk about it because We are going to be diving into My Family's Journey. This is a series that focuses on families, how they're created, how they're developed, and how they grow. And I think it's really important for us to take in consideration of all different types of families out there, regardless of how they're created and developed and how they grow. And so, um, Amaya, tell us a little bit about your Facebook page.
1: Um hi, everybody. Um, my Facebook page is called uh, Facing Life with a Maya Teen Mom Story, oh, and cool. um I created it just because um, when I was pregnant and when I was a teen mom, I used to always watch uh, the Teen Mom uh, reality TV show. Mm-hmm. So I was obsessed with that show, but I never really seen any, I guess pages that helped teen moms or just seen like real life experiences. I feel like on reality TV, it's not real yeah so um i just wanted to share my journey so yeah
0: that's so awesome so also too i guess i should guys tell you guys she's my niece, (laughs) but um she's amazing i love her i've watched her journey so much and i thought it was really important for us as educators to hear these journeys you know sometimes we hear people's journeys when they're like in their 30s and 40s you know she is literally in her 20s and her son is how old again six Six years old (laughs) and so he's such a cutie pie and um um, you know, I think it's important for us to get perspective so that we can connect and really bond with families in a way that's going to help them grow and develop. So Amaya, tell us a little bit about what type of support do you feel like teen moms and dads need?
1: Um, they need a lot of support, which I was actually um, blessed to have. I had a lot of support. I literally had my whole family. Um, it was a rough start. Um, yeah. I didn't think I had any support at all, well, from a couple, but yeah. Um, As I went far along in my pregnancy, that's when everybody came in and just kind of really just embraced me and uh, let me know that everything was going to be okay. Um, But um, with the page, how I want to support teen moms, it's a very lonely journey and a lot of people tell you that, you know, they'll be there for you and they're not. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make this page to just lift up teen mom, well, not even just teen moms, just teen parents to let them know that they're not alone. Absolutely,
0: so. absolutely, and I think sometimes people are like, "Well, I don't want to like make a page like this or do certain things like this because I don't want to glorify teen parenthood or whatever." But the thing is, it's happening; it's oh, yeah. real, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people need to have support so that they can be successful and they can do well. Like, exactly. tell us about your story. Like, when did you find out that you were pregnant, and what did that <laughs> oh, journey kind of look like? Okay. I know the story, <laughs> but I want you guys to to get the story.
1: Okay. Well. Um. Well, I. Got pregnant at 15 so um, with my son's dad we were together probably like less than six months and it just kind of moved kind of fast he was like my first boyfriend Mm -hmm. literally everything Mm -hmm. and um, I was pretty much blinded by I would not even call it love it was just more of like like an attraction I guess or I don't know but um I had went to California for the summer to just be with cousins and family and um, I was doing hot yoga with my aunt and one of my older cousins, and I got sick while doing hot yoga. Mm. So um, I didn't think that I could get pregnant just because my period was everywhere. And um, I just didn't think I could get pregnant. So my aunt asked me um, if I had a period, and I was like, no, like I never get my period. Like I didn't think anything of it. And she was like, well, let's take a pregnancy test tomorrow. So, um, it was actually August 1st of 2013. I remember at 8 a.m., my uh, aunt had me pee in a cup. We put the pregnancy test in there, and not even, like, two minutes, it said positive. So, she was freaking out. She called my grandma, and I was literally just sitting on the toilet, like, just, like, in shock. Like, she's lying. Like, this isn't real. So, she got, like, three or four more pregnancy tests, and it didn't it didn't hit me until I came back home. So, it was just... Um, I had a lot of mixed emotions, like I was scared, like I do not know what to do, like do I drop out, I get my GED, like I just didn't know what to do, but um, like I said, I had a lot of support, Um, of course, you know, the negativity, all that, Um, I actually embrace the negativity as I get older, Mm. I'm glad all the stuff that was said to me, like it just makes me want to do better, even all the negativity I put towards myself, Mm. I just want to do better. Man, you
0: really hit something, (laughs) really really hardcore because i think a lot of times when we look at teen pregnancy we're not analyzing some things so as a teenager what were you like were you confident did you have were you really well informed about you know uh sex and dating (laughs) like what do you feel like your experience and understanding was
1: i don't think i for sure wasn't ready um like i said i was only 15 so my mind i was like i was super innocent so like i said when I remember, like, having sex for the first time, and it was just kind of like, I didn't even know what was going on, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing, so yeah. just, like, finding out I was pregnant, it was just kind of like, like I said, I was in shock, like, I didn't, it, I didn't think it was that big a deal, mm. like, that sounds horrible to say, but it was just yeah. kind of like, I didn't understand, like, oh, I'm having a kid, like, yeah, <laughs> it didn't really hit,
0: Yeah. so... Yeah. When you look over your journey as a teen parent, what was the one part of your story that you were like, I feel like I have to make a decision about what's going to happen in my future and I'm going to stick to this and really push through?
1: Um, Well, I think we'll... When I finished high school was one. Mm. Um, I've done college so many times and um, I'm recently back in school. So that's one thing I want to continue is my education. I have to back you (laughs) up because, listen, everybody,
0: um, the reason why these are like nervous giggles because she literally is like, I don't want, I don't know if I can do this, Auntie. I was like, you need to tell your story. And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to tell our story when we arrive. But I think it's really important and crucial for us to tell our story when we're in the middle of the storm, right? Yeah. So can you tell everybody a little bit about your high school experience? Like literally what happened to you when you were pregnant? Because now you've come back from California. Summertime's over. You're in complete shock. You're trying to navigate through all of this. So tell us a little bit about what your high school life was like. um, And, you know, did you ever really consider giving up and dropping out of school?
1: Okay, so I remember um, in California, I had talked to my grandma, and she told me, you know, everything's to be okay. We're going to figure it out. So I had talked to my aunt in California, and she said, well, you know, you're not going to be able to go to school being pregnant, so let's just get your GED. So she... I got me the book. I started to study. And actually when I came back from Spokane, I literally um uh scheduled to do my GED. Mm. And I thought I'm like, no, like I, I wanna graduate. Know that. Yeah, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to graduate <laughs> so, high so school. So <laughs> anybody who knows my sister, she is no joke.
0: Like if she gets you on a path or something, like you're gonna study for it, you're gonna pass, you're gonna be like on it. So oh, yeah.
1: okay, so keep going. So um, so uh when I came back, I moved in with my grandma and um she was like well you're just gonna continue to go to ferris and i was like okay so um i wasn't showing at first so it didn't really bother me Mm -hmm. um i told a couple friends and you know they watched over me but there was one day um i just i woke up and my belly was huge and i was like oh crap so the thing with me i try to hide it honestly um i wore super baggy clothes i wore sweats all the time sweaters Mm -hmm. i just try to hide it because I don't like it when people like ask me questions that they know, mm-hmm. like they know the answer to. Mm-hmm. So it was like a daily thing, like, oh, are you pregnant? And it's just kind of like, I give them that look, like, you know, right. kind of thing. <laughs> so even teachers are like, well, you know, you're not gonna finish high school. And mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy high school at all. There was a lot of comments and stuff, but I did have people that did embrace me, but um, going to school pregnant, it was super hard. Cause it was like, I was tired, not only physically, but mentally because I'm trying to prepare Mm -hmm. to be a mom which Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it looks like I'm 15 years old Mm -hmm. and then trying to go through my sophomore year Mm -hmm. but um yeah
0: man I will tell you this so I hear you talking a lot about (laughs) you know your grandma your aunt so tell me about how your parents um navigated through this and what has been your biggest challenge with rebuilding those relationships after everything has taken place
1: So um, with my mom, um, I didn't always grow up with her just because choices in life. Um, So my dad pretty much raised me when I was young. Um, But when I found out I was pregnant, um, I actually got super close with my mom. Mm. And I didn't think that would ever happen because I've always dreamed to be super close with my mom. Um, So that was really cool. Even now today, um, she embraces me. I embrace her. We actually have a good relationship, which, like I said, I never thought that we would be so close. Wow. Um, And then my dad found out <laughs> that was a little that yeah, was we're, these are nervous laughs, laughs right now because y'all you
0: all you know, I understand like for those families that are out there that have that one parent that has like a really different reaction it's rough so well, yeah
1: because yeah. I'm an only child on my dad's side so um it was really hard for him of course I'm his baby girl and me being 15 and him finding out I was pregnant Um, it was really hard um, at first but um, now um, Lou and my dad have a really uh, strong relationship it grows every day Um, our relationship we're working on still Mm -hmm. just because of you know choices in life but um, I'm actually thankful because it's like now that I'm getting older I understand the way he reacted and how we thought kind of Mm -hmm. thing same with my mom Mm -hmm. so I'm actually thankful for being a teen mom actually wow so
0: you know i think a lot of times when we think about people's pregnancies and we think about like the joy of all the stuff they go through you know um you didn't have that experience of, <laughs> no. like you know being excited about getting pregnant and having your baby and going through this journey um what would you say to a teen mom who kind of like feels like i just destroyed my whole life i've ruined my family because i know you felt like that like i ruined my family i hate my life Mm -hmm. um what can you tell them about you know really being positive and finding um finding hope in their situation
1: i would say just to enjoy the journey um it's when I um, actually gave birth, I've heard so many stories about, oh, don't do this, don't do that kind of thing, or you're gonna go through this, and it's really your own experience. So just make your own memories. Um, when you're feeling down, I would just say, just think of you know, the baby that's in your tummy, you know, you feel the motion and everything, like. Now, even though you see, you think that your life like is over, and it's really like it just you know be gone because you you know you have your your little one in your tummy. But that's really what kept me going, and then the support that I had from my family. Um, I would have my bad days, and I would be able to talk to you know mm-hmm. my aunt or my grandma. Like, no, like you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> like we're getting this done. Like yeah. so, it's just really like it's good to have a good support system and just to push through and just um, embrace your journey. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I'm definitely pro-choice and uh, very vocal about that. And um, for you, what made you want to um, keep your little one? And did you ever think about not having them?
1: Um, I've always been pro-choice, but I actually, I don't, I've talked to you about it. Um, I wanted to give like my baby to you mm-hmm. because i knew just you know uh your life not like i'm not saying like your life i'm just saying like i know like you you know you're going to be a good mom and i know that i would have no oh my gosh i can't even talk i'm sorry yeah no this is like a heavy question <laughs> sorry. this is a heavy question um i just know that you that my child would be in good hands so if i wouldn't had um like, I wouldn't, I wasn't, I have thought about an abortion, but my choice was I wanted to give my child to you because I already knew, mm-hmm. like, my, he or she will, Lou, would have been fine if he was with you and yeah. Jason, so. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't do Yeah, that, no. So. She loves her
0: son so much. She's, <laughs> like, a super mom to me, like, especially as a teen mom, one of the things that I noticed is, like how other people would treat you really dictated how you navigated yourself with your son. Like, there would be times like I remember you saying, I'm not going to go out because I'm going to make sure that I have my son. And we're like, Maya, go to the picnic. Go do this. Go do that. And you're like, no, I'm not going. (laughs) Or you'd be like, no, I'm taking my son with me. And so... You always took your son with you, but I think your dad took you everywhere too. He like did. yeah, you,
1: I was always you literally
0: were his little shadow. Yep. Like, we couldn't take you anywhere because you would literally cry in the next like 10 minutes for your dad. Daddy's girl. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so um, so what were some of the 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 um the comments and things that were said to you that really made you feel bad about yourself? And what would you tell a teen or would you what do you wish you would have somebody would have told you? Or maybe they did tell you when you were hearing
1: those negative comments. Um. Well, also, my grandma's a teen mother. So it was just kind of like, I already knew the negative comments were going to come just because even if you're not a teen mom, like mm-hmm. people are going to talk crap about you. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. But my grandma always tells me that, you know, uh, what people will say about you, you know, it's none of your business. So I still have to remind myself that. But um, there was a lot said to me, like, um, you know, you're a hoe. Um, yeah like do you know who your baby dad is like uh, oh mm-hmm. you're never going to you know do anything with your life you're going to have all these kids and all these multiple baby dads and you know you're not going to do um anything or just just anything really yeah but um it was it was really hard i would cry pretty much every day cuz mm. you know just me being pregnant and emotional but i took that stuff to heart cuz i'm like am i making the right choice and then i'm like maybe i should give the baby to my aunt cuz i'm just so young and mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was a fight. Yeah, even it's a fight still today. Because I'm like, I'm 22 years old, I have a six year old, and I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Like, what else can I do every day? So I try not to be so hard on myself, but yeah. I think everybody struggles with that sometimes. So absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, what are three facts that you list on your Facebook page that? Um, like really talk about teen moms and things that you didn't even really realize. I know you had shared some things with me that were pretty interesting about facts about teen moms. And, you know, the thing that I love about your Facebook page, it doesn't have like a whole bunch of stuff on there, like you were saying earlier. But, um, you know, the conversation of being a teen mom has started um, and really putting together putting together different pieces that really revolve around um, being a teen mom, What should you know? How should you do this? How should you do that? And I think that's the thing about your page that's really interesting, is that it's gonna lead and guide um, other teen moms. Even when you were like talking to me about like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about giving you my son. I was like, (laughs) "Um, I don't know about that, but I really appreciate the thought. I really appreciate your, you know, your, your generosity i didn't know what to say because i was like okay what do you say (laughs) yeah what do you say right so you know um you have brought some stuff up that i thought was pretty interesting so what were some of the facts that you posted on your facebook page about teen moms
1: um so the first one it says three in ten teen girls will get pregnant at least once before age 20 Mm. so i actually know i could probably name probably like five teen moms that i know when we're three in that ten yeah (laughs) So, um, another one, it said about 25% of teen moms have a second child within 24 months of their first baby. Mm. So, um, I, I went through that, but I had a miscarriage. So I know, um, that's, that's usually true, Mm -hmm. but, um, and then another one, um, less than 2% of teen moms earn a college degree by age 30. Mm. So I'm trying to change that statistic right I, now. <laughs> I love that. I love that.
0: You're in college. You're, you're going through this process. You're really working hard. Um, when you think about the support in the educational system, um, from the time you were a teen mom to the time that you became a parent, how did people treat you and how did educators either embrace you or maybe not embrace you?
1: Um, Well, in high school, I didn't have a lot of people embrace me. I had a couple teachers that embraced me. You want to give them a quick shout out? um, (laughs) Let's see. My math teacher, Renee Bogensberger, and uh, Mr. Burns. I don't know your first name. I'm sorry. But those were two (laughs) of my math teachers. And... Whenever I needed to stay late, I came early. Like they made sure, like even if I didn't get an A, like as long as I passed, I did not care. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was really thankful for them because they're like you know just pushing me I keep going because there, um, there were times where they can just tell I was tired and Mr. Burns would always rub my belly when I came in <laughs> there. So I thought that was cool. Um, but in high school, yeah, and then um, even even now, doing college and I'm doing my CEA too. It's just really, it's me that has to push. It's not even, you know, the educators, now that I'm older, it's Mm -hmm. something that I have to do. Like, this is like, this is you, Amaya. Like, it's not, nobody's gonna really, I mean, people are gonna help you, but I'm saying like, you have to do the work. You have to work hard or you're not gonna get it. So I finally got that at 22. My aunt's been telling me that since I was like eight. (laughs) So (laughs) finally got it. (laughs) So that's cool.
0: Yes, persistency. Um, you know, I think it's really important as you go around your journey and, you know, you, your son's get ready to start kindergarten oh and, gosh, yeah. you know, all of these different things. Did you ever feel like when you were dropping them off at daycare or, um, you know, his like, you know, speech therapist, different things like that, um, which we're going to talk about a little bit mm-hmm. later. But um, did you ever feel like teachers, when they saw you as a teen mom, they did or did not embrace you? And did you feel judged or
1: not judged? I always feel judged, honestly, because it's like when they, when people see me probably like in the store or even when I'm dropping them off, like Mm -hmm. I'm so young. So it's like, their probably first thought is like, how old is she? Like, how old was she when she got pregnant? Like, how old is he? Like, is she a single mom? Like, you know, just, I just think of us stuff like that. So, um, I've gotten better at it just because I've, I've, I have formed relationships with his teachers, his speech therapist, you know, all that. So I've gotten a lot better, but even in the store, um, it's still hard for me to go in the store because I I always fear that something somebody's going to say something about his speech or just me being a young mom that I'm not a good parent because I'm a young mom. Mm. So, let's talk about this <laughs>
0: speech thing here. So, Oh yeah. so Lewis is 6 years old yes. and he what's his story and t- this is actually very interesting because I felt like I didn't, until I actually experienced this with you, I never even thought about this. <laughs> so, you know, you're a st- you're, a, you're a teen mom and then you have a child that has special needs. Mm-hmm. Meet not, he, he is fully functioning, very smart and will oh, yeah. be quick to tell you about yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and we'll repeat it several times yeah, so he you will. can understand what you, what he's saying. Um, so tell us about your son, like when he was born and what were some of the things that you weren't, you know, even prepared for?
1: Um, well, uh, like I said, we'll, This is on teen moms, (laughs) leaving a teen mom. So um, I read books. I got um, from my baby shower. I got a lot of books to read and I read them, got a lot of advice. So I didn't really know what to expect. I just knew all this information, but I didn't know like how to apply it or, you know, what to do. So um, I didn't realize something was like going on until he was probably like one and a half, two. Mm -hmm. He just was like, he was making noises, but like, I didn't know that you're supposed to be saying a certain amount of words Mm -hmm. at ages because i was still in high school but Mm -hmm. now you know now that i do child care like now i know Mm -hmm. but um he would just make noises he was saying you know simple words like mom and dad but he was using more sign language than talking Mm. so um i remember um i got him screened for him being autistic so um so i want to
0: put a pin in that when you literally when they thought he had autism what went through your mind immediately?
1: I was really scared because it's like, like I said, I'm a teen mom and then my kid's autistic. Like I just thought I was a crappy mom. Like how like how is my kid autistic? Like I didn't mm-hmm. know, you know, what I'm supposed to do. Like I said, I'm young. Mm-hmm. And that's when when I thought of you again, I'm like, Well, AT's taking my kids. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. That's <laughs> always the go back. We were- but um, no, so we did the screening and you know, um, they, which I, I'm still confused even today, cause it's like, I feel like, I just don't understand how you can um, screen some, some, you know, a uh, baby, you know, like so young, mm-hmm. but they had told me, you know, he's not like on a high spectrum or anything. Like he doesn't have autism. So I was relieved of course, but he still wasn't really talking. Like he was doing um, sign language. And then all of a sudden he started getting like ear infections like every two, three months. So I was like, what is going on? So um, that's when we had got the tubes in his ears. So he started to talk, but it was more of like inside of his mouth. So it was muffled. Mm-hmm. So that's when um, I was able to get him to speech therapy. Um, we had got him a, a hearing test and they had told us that he had lost 30% of his hearing wow. because of his ear infection. So I was just really scared. Cause I'm like, um, is he going to be deaf? Like how does he lose hearing from ear infection? So I was really scared, but you know, yours could keep moving forward. So, um, probably what? How, how old was he when he was potty training? He got him potty trained oh, in like yeah. two days. Yeah, I got him potty
0: trained in two days. He was like four. He was yeah. really behind. Like,
1: he was As far as
0: like, you know, and the interesting thing is I remember like talking to you about his development. So this is the <laughs> other part of the family side. So a lot of times when you do have someone that is a teen mom, you watch them go through that, your are you want to be with them. Yeah. And, you know. You're like something's wrong with your little one. And I remember us me kind of hinting, and you're like, nothing's wrong with him.
1: No, we used to argue and, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I would cry. Cause yeah, it's like
0: because it's a hard realization. Right? Yeah, in your 15s, and you're like, I have no money. <laughs> and the funny <laughs> thing is, Amaya, A take my it. kids. <laughs> like, no. no, 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 no. The funny thing about it was, I remember one time she came to, she called me and she said, isn't it crazy that I have a child and I can't even order anything off the of, off, off of, um, TV?
1: Oh, yeah. you Yeah, because yeah, when you order something on TV, they're like, 18, you have to be 18 or older. Wait, is it oh, 18, 18 or older, older. to call? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, so you can't order anything off no. the TV but you have a child, yeah so it's like you know when you have that realization <laughs> you're kind of like okay oh. i am very young <laughs> and then i'm like trying to help her and mm-hmm. she's not listening So i was like let me back off because i don't want her to be mad at me and you know i just need to like be there for her petition for her did you ever feel like the doctors weren't listening to you because you were so young or
1: i feel like they they didn't listen to me mm. so it was like um they, I feel like they were really negative, too, because it was, like... I, I'm sure I didn't know some things, but I feel like they, they pretty much, like, blamed me for what he was going through. Like, I'm a bad mom because mm. he has all these ear infections. Like, I didn't know at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, sometimes I feel like um, they didn't listen to me, and I was just... I was also I was super quiet because I was too scared to say anything because mm-hmm. I didn't think what I said mattered. Like they're you know, they're older, they're mm-hmm. doctors, they're mm-hmm. moms. Like I'm just like mm-hmm. a single mom, like okay, I'm sixteen, mm-hmm. I'm a two-year-old, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So what would advice would you give to teen moms as they are going to doctor's appointments and they know something's wrong with their baby but they're not sure
1: um it's better to be safe than sorry take them to the doctors all the time if you yeah. even if it's if they have a stuffy nose and there's green snot take them yeah <laughs> even if it's not yellow yeah. like i would just just take them
0: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. and
1: there's no dumb questions right just keep just always ask questions absolutely so,
0: i love that yeah so you find out he's lost thirty three thirty percent of his hearing mm-hmm. um what does his journey look like and how did that impact you
1: So, um, after learning that, that's when he had got hit the first set of tubes. So that helped a lot. Um, he did speech therapy from age two and he still does it now. Um, he has just really flourished. I didn't think that he would ever talk because they told me that he'll never talk, you know, normal. Mm -hmm. And he has his days where it's, you know, hard to understand him and he gets frustrated. But I... I honestly thought just because hearing all the negativity, like, your son's not going to talk. I really thought he mm. wasn't going to talk. So just to hear him talk now, I'm like, I I haven't heard him talk in, like, three or four years. So to hear him talk now, it's like, who is this kid? Like, yeah. it's learning, it's like learning, like, my, learning about my child. All, oh, my gosh, sorry. Learning about my child all over again. Like, mm. a whole new, like, a whole new kid. Like, oh, my kid's like personality. That like, sounds. oh, my God, like, laughing and yeah. just hearing, like, what he's thinking. It just... It just makes my heart, you know, happy because... I remember telling my grandma all the time, like, I can't wait till the day he says, I love you. That's mm. all I've been like wanting <laughs> him to say. Cause even now when he says it, I want to cry every time. Cause I never thought I would hear that.
0: Yeah. And he so. tells her like
1: every <laughs> He seconds, tells you, He tells everybody. <laughs> randomly. just I love comes you. Up, I love you. I'm like,
0: oh my God. And very athletic, very, 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 very athletic and very smart. Yeah. Um, always worrying about his homework. <laughs> he's got to do. Yeah. He's got to oh, do yeah. his homework. Mm-hmm. So he's really into that. Um what do you hope for yourself and your child in the future?
1: Um I just want to do um just conquer life really. Um yeah. every obstacle that we've been through, um we've, you know, overcame it or you know, working towards it. Um I'm just honestly really excited cuz like I said, like as I get older, even in the last probably like three months ever since this whole COVID thing i've been able to like reflect and like oh like this is why this happened like mm-hmm. i understand everything so i'm actually just excited for you know even through this whole COVID thing i'm excited for lou to go to school because i had um i waited an extra year for lou to go to kindergarten because i want him to be 100 percent confident in himself yeah you know talking to his yeah. friends and his teachers i want to be frustrated um i'm really excited for him even though through the whole COVID thing but i'm just excited like we're we're both going to be in school like yeah. I'm in school right now so I'm actually really excited yeah so. yeah
0: if you could tell a teen mom that's listening or someone that has a teen mom let's do two folds. So okay if you have to say something to a teen mom that's listening to this right now and she's just like I hate my life I can't do this I don't want to live anymore I don't want to do this anymore what would you what would you tell them
1: I would say go to whatever support you have and just talk to somebody because uh, you being silent about what you're going through, what you're thinking, it's not going to help. It's very toxic for yourself and it's just going to make you more depressed. So I would say go to your person, but I would also say push, literally fight for your life and your kid's life. Mm. So, yeah. And
0: what would you tell the family of the person that has the teen parent in their home?
1: listen and give, <laughs> give the parent a break. Yeah. <laughs> we are tired. Okay? <laughs> even if, if it's for an hour, let us shower or something. But yeah. um, I would just thank them really for even being there because like I said, like, there's not a lot of support nowadays. Yeah. So even if, you know, they don't have the support, I would just find, you know, find support. There are so many um, services that you can get, you know, go to counseling. That's a big thing for me. Um, Uh, I want to go back to counseling that was helping me a lot just to talk things out Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: ever since, you know, just getting things out, like it's going to help you. Yeah. So. Absolutely.
0: I want to thank you so much for coming to this (laughs) podcast and just, (laughs) being here you know like so the thing that's really interesting um you know i see you all the time we talk all the time but to be able to really reflect on your journey with you and really um just celebrate this new page that's come out um and tell everybody about what this page is called and where can they find you
1: okay so this page is called facing life with amaya teen mom story um you can look it up on facebook and um Like I said, I just started it. Um, There's not a lot of content on there, which I'm gonna start posting more. But um, I just wanna share my story and just be able to have teen moms, well, teen parents, I'm sorry, just be able to come on here and just uh share their story. Um, if they need advice, anything like they can come to me. They have somebody. Yeah. So that's why I want to do it.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Maya. <laughs> <Thank you>. I <laughs> much appreciate you for coming by the Learning Project. You guys, if you want to find out more about what we're doing, you want to learn more about the learning project, go to www.tlptraining.com. I hope you learn something from this. I hope that this makes you a better educator, a better person, a better family, a better support community is all about unity if you do not embrace people that are in your community and help them you know move along this crazy life you know what do we really have you know we need to be there for one another and no matter what our journeys look like it may um, be remember that you can be there for somebody thank you so much
1: for listening and see you next time